This is HPR episode 2552 entitled, What is Toe? It is posted by Clacky and is about 12 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, how does Toe work, why would you want it, and what are its limitations? This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi, I'm Klacke. A week ago I was talking about MSYS2. That was five minutes ago and I've been looking at my phone and uh, another suitable episode that I can do on my way home from the bank is what is STO? So uh, STO has a, a long history dating back to the 90s, which is pretty long in, in internet time anyway. Uh, so you have this situation that you're on a machine and uh, you have something you want to build from source. <clears throat> so you, you take that thing and you configure, make, make, install, and then it's the question where you're going to install it. If you are the administrator of the machine, you can probably just go with the defaults, put it in slash USR slash local, and that'll be fine. Um, but then there's a new version of this thing coming out and then you need to have some way to upgrade. Maybe you can just make make install again on a new version and it will overwrite the old stuff and that will just work. Or maybe it won't and if it does work, if you have a, a package that has re- removed some files since last time, those, those files will still be sloshing around there in your slash usr slash local. And what if you want to uninstall your package entirely? Then some packages offer a make uninstall. Most packages don't. Those that do may or may not work. Uh, So there are a couple of ways around this. Uh, On Debian there's a a package, I forget the name now, but it can basically monitor your make install process and note all the files that you installed and then it makes a Debian package out of what just happened. So that Debian package gets installed and then you can uninstall it using the normal uh, Debian tools. So that's one way. But there's also a more generic way and I think it's the uh, simplest possible package manager. Uh, the website says, and angry people on the internet have told me that it's not a package manager. It's a, uh, what is it? It's a Simlink tree management software. Yeah, it's a package manager. You just, the packages are just handled as uh, Simlink trees. So what this is, uh, what this means is that 
you install your thing uh, let's say you are a a local user so you you are uh, or you you're a non-root user so you're doing this out of the necessity of being able to handle packages at all you cannot use the debian wrapper um i'll check install i think it's called the debian wrapper uh, all you have is your local home directory and that's it what you do then is you uh, when you make install if it's a nicely behaved auto tools like uh, configured package then you can uh, configure with dash dash prefix equals slash home slash clock slash dot local for example and then when you install it you can do make install prefix equals slash home slash clock slash dot local slash stow slash package name dash version so what that means is the package will think that it lives in just your home directory dot local but when you install it you install it somewhere else and the recommendation is you call it uh, package dot uh, package slash package name slash version so that the next time uh, a new version of this package comes out you can just call that package name dash the new version and then what you do is you symlink the version directory to a non-version directory with just a plain name so I have my app 1.0 I install that to dot local slash my app 1.0 and then I symlink my app dash 1.0 to my app and then uh, what I do is if I have stow installed I just go to uh, home directory dot local slash stow and then I just stow package name and that's it <clears throat> so it expects that in package name you will have the usual etc lib bin etc <laughs> uh, directories and uh, it will if I lie to you I will say that it will take all the files in there it will create the according directory structure in your .local and then it will symlink all the files into that directory structure. It's a little bit cleverer than that in reality. If you have only one packet that has a, a lib directory, you will not create a lib directory and call your files into there. It will just make your .local slash lib a symlink directed to the lib inside your package. So you save a couple of inodes there and uh, a couple of layers of indirection. Then the next time you go around and you install their app 1.0, then if that also has a lib directory, Sto will recognize that, hey, this is a symlink, but actually it's a symlink that, that I manage. It's linking to inside the Sto directory. So it will just... Uh, split that up make sure okay now it's a real dot local slash lib directory and i'm symlinking all the things from my app and their app into this directory <clears throat> so this is all nice when you have self-contained packages and no dependencies when you have dependencies you have a couple of choices to make and they are all bad in different ways so you can say that, okay, I'm going to build, I have my lib, 
and then I'm going to build my app which depends on my lib. Uh, so I can either say okay my app depends on slash home slash clacke slash dot local slash lib slash uh, my lib dot so um, and that's going to work but then uh, if a new my lib comes out let's say you had version 1.0 and version 1.1 comes out um, according to semantic versioning this 1.1 is supposed to be compatible with 1.0 and it probably is and in that case yeah you, you install your new 1.1 in your stow mylib 1.1 you repoint your mylib singlink and then you stow dash capital R this means uh, go through my uh, my directories and check if there's any dead references to this package and if so delete them and if I have any new references in the in the directory that are not represented as symlinks then please symlink them um, but what if 1.1 and 1.0 are not compatible maybe it breaks my app because someone made a mistake or maybe you misunderstood their versioning scheme or whatever so in that case you should have instead of telling it to use just .local slash lib to find uh, my lib you should have told it instead oh you should have used .local slash stow slash specific package version my lib dash 1.0 slash lib you could always do that but of course then you have a new problem that okay I the, the 1.1 came out it works just fine with uh, with my app but I'm gonna the, my app is already compiled to to use 1.0 and it's, it's now locked on that directory if you remove that directory it's gonna stop working so you need to keep uh, my lib 1.0 hanging around and then maybe when uh, my app 2 comes around maybe you compile that with my lib 1.1 and uh, now you've got a bunch of directories lying around and you don't know really which one depends on which if you remove my app 1.0 of course you would be able to remove my lib 1.0 as well but you have to know that otherwise you'll just think oh better just have it lying around just to be sure uh, so if you get into these complicated situations then it's time to graduate from Stowe Academy and and move on to get a doctorate in Nix or Geeks because this is basically what they do on the next level everything depends on an absolute version and when you remove things you can garbage collect the things that they depend on but I will wait already talked about that in another episode so I will refer you back to the how awesome is geeks and everyday geeks use episodes in the show notes this has been Hacker Public Radio. No.
na 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 Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HPR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club, and is part of the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 3.0 license.